1: Welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second week in Torquay, the Queen of the English Riviera. In the 18th century, this coastline became the notorious haunt of smugglers who constantly evaded capture to the irritation of customs officers. Contraband would be unloaded and carried under cover of darkness from nearby Smuggler's Cove to the cellar of the Smuggler's Inn. If only the customs men had had more to go on. Probably probably Torquay's most famous daughter was the author and playwright Agatha Christie. Her stage drama, The Mousetrap, has been running continuously in the West End of London since 1952. But in those days, they did tend to write much longer plays. (laughs) The Mousetrap was actually adapted from Christie's radio drama, Three Blind Mice, but the title was later changed as everyone quickly worked out that it was the farmer's wife who did it. (laughs) However, talkie is not without its stage mysteries. Let me introduce four of them. (laughs) They are on my left, Graham Gardner and Barry Cryer. And on my right, Jeremy Hardy and Tim Brooke Taylor. And please welcome our hard-working scorer back for the daily grind here on the desk next to me. It's the delightful Samantha. Let's start with some famous first words. The last words spoken by the famous are often recorded for posterity, but rarely their first. This is probably because no one knows whether a tiny baby is going to achieve fame in later life. Who could possibly have guessed at his birth that the infant Charles Philip Arthur George Windsor of Saxe-Cobo-Gotho would grow up to be an adulterous fox murderer? <laughs> and if the receptionist at the Tower of London is listening, can I have a room overlooking the moat? <laughs> With our audience's thirst for knowledge very much in mind, teams, I'd like you, please, to suggest the first words ever spoken by certain well-known persons, either living or dead. Jeremy, would you care to start, please?
0: Oedipus, I'll be back. (laughs) Graham. Um, That Geordie bloke off Big Brother. Day one, and I've been evicted. Tim. Hans Blick. Nope. Didn't find anything there either. <laughs> Sorry. Alfred Hitchcock. Boo. <laughs> Jeffrey Archer. <laughs> I've just been found under a gooseberry bush. Sting. Da doo 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 da 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 da. Sequin Whittock. <laughs> <laughs> Vinnie Jones. Just try smacking me. <laughs> Rolf Harris. Can you see what I am yet? Yeah? <laughs> Philip Larkin. Oh, thanks for nothing. <laughs> uh, Gordon Brown. Now, oh, hang on, before I decide if I'm in or out, there are five tests to be met. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Phillips, well, hello, nurse. <laughs> Anne Robinson, well, whose packet of three had more holes than St Andrew's? <laughs> Boutros, Boutros, golly. <Garley. laughs> For heaven's sake, don't let the stuttering priest do the... <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber. What do you mean I wouldn't feed him if I were you? (laughs) Rick Parfitt of Status Quo. Where are the other two (laughs) courts? Patrick Moore. (laughs) You know, this
1: is the first time I've seen Mars. (laughs) Okay, the teams are going to sing along now with a selection of well-known discs in the round called Pick Up Song. Samantha tells me that down in the gramophone library there's been a spot of good-natured rivalry recently as she's been promoted ahead of the two kindly old archivists to become senior researcher. There wasn't, frankly, much competition for the post and Samantha realises the job fell in her lap. But the archivists never complain when she rubs their noses in it. (laughs) Samantha is now poised at the record deck with this week's selection of discs and is ready to give them a spin. You should sing along teams until at my signal she turns the volume down, and if on the music's return you're within a Nat's crotchet of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean what ballet dancers stand on. What do points mean? <laughs> what did Pavlov have that I haven't got? I had control of saliva for one thing. This week's prize will ideally suit every keen pastry cook whose storage space is too low. It's a bag of shelf-raising flour. <laughs> right, we'll start with you, Barry and Graham. I'd like you to accompany Ray Charles and the Raylettes singing Hit the Road, Jack. Hit the Road, Jack
2: And
0: don't you come back no more No more, no more, no more Hit the Road, Jack And don't you come back no more What'd you say? Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. Oh, woman, oh, woman, oh, you treat me so mean. You're the meanest old woman that I ever have seen. I guess if you say so...
1: Okay, Tim now, would you please accompany controversial Russian duo Tattoo singing their recent (laughs) singing their recent number one, all the things she said.
2: (laughs) All the things she said, running through my head, running through my head, all the things she said, this is not enough. <laughs> I am serious shit. I feel totally lost. It's only because being with you has opened my eyes. Could I ever believe? Such a perfect surprise. I keep asking myself, wondering how. I keep closing my eyes. But I can't look you are. Want to fly to a place where it's just you and me? Nobody else, so we can be free. <laughs> Nobody else, so we can be free. All the things she said, all the things she said, all the things she
1: said. <laughs> and finally. Jeremy, would you please accompany Atomic Kitten singing Eternal Flame? Close your eyes, give me your hand, darling.
0: Do you feel my heart beating? Do you understand? Do you feel the same? Or am I only
1: dreaming? Is this burning eternal flame I believe It's meant to be, darling I watch you when you are sleeping You belong with me Do you feel the same? Or am I only dreaming? Is this burning An eternal
2: flame
0: two tuning forks walked out
1: <laughs> they forked off didn't they?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Jeremy you can have one point for coming back in the same song <laughs> time for some hot dramatic action now with sound charades this is the game based on the old TV favourite called give us a clue where the players had to mime titles of books films or plays against a strict time limit Sadly, the show is no longer aired, but its stars still turn out at such events as celebrity cricket matches, which are not without their hazards. At the Oval last week, Una Stubbs nearly fainted in horror when she saw Donald Blair receive a full toss on the chest from Christopher Begley. (laughs) Tim and Jeremy, you're to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. (laughs) And here's the mystery voice for listeners at home. Midnight Cowboy.
2: Midnight Cowboy.
0: It's two words, and it's
2: a film. Bong. (laughs) Bong. (laughs) Bong.
0: extra time oh very good very good Midnight Cowboy (laughs) it's
1: your turn Barry and Graham your title is being exhibited to the audience now via the laser display board and here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home Gone in 60 seconds Gone
2: in 60 seconds it's
0: a (laughs) film. film four words four words And And it goes like this. Oh, are you still here? Yeah, but I'll be off in a minute. (laughs) Uh, Battle of Algiers. (laughs) Gone with the wind. Stick with the word wind. (laughs) Gone but not forgotten. That's not a film, is it? But the time element in it. Hours. Gone with the hours. No. In the dialogue. In the snappy dialogue. In the snappy dialogue. I'm off. Uh, Goodbye. Um, There's an element of time. The trouble is I wasn't Uh, listening. I mentioned...
2: (laughs) You
0: you stopped talking before you'd engaged our (laughs) interest. That was a theory and it worked. Yeah. Not hours. We didn't mention hours, did we? Minute. No, we didn't Ooh. mention hours. Minutes. Not Minutes. plural. Minute. Gone in a minute. What would be a, a, another way of Left saying that? Less in a minute. That? What would be another way of saying that? 60 seconds?
1: Yes. <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Well, next up, we're going to play one of the many party games I used to enjoy as a lad. Back then, our favourite was undoubtedly Pass the Parcel. My pals and I would sit around taking turns to unwrap a large package, each of us eager to get to the gift inside. Oh, what happy days we enjoyed working at the salting office. <laughs> <laughs> this week's party game is called Musical Chars. It's just like musical chairs, but with a one-letter spelling mistake. <laughs> so teams, think yourselves lucky you're not playing beggar my neighbour. Now, <laughs> now, the, the theatre management asked the teams to leave the premises as they found them. Actually, if they asked them to leave the premises as soon as they found them. <laughs> but anyway... This place is in a bit of a state and requires a good clean, so the teams have been provided with various cleaning implements to get the job done. Tim, you can have the vacuum cleaner. Thank
0: you. Can I just get the plug out?
1: Graham, you can have the dustpan and brush. There's a bit over there as well. (laughs) Barry, you can have the mop and bucket. You spend most of your time there anyway.
0: (laughs) It's the ferret and squeegee, you know that. This is me.
1: And Jeremy, you can have the spray polish and assorted wipes.
0: the table with Sooty there.
1: Right, now. On my command, Colin Sell will start to play the piano and the team should begin cleaning. But when the music stops, the teams must cease their cleaning. Anyone caught cleaning after the music stops will be disqualified. Eliminated players may challenge and I'll carefully consider their protests before rejecting them out of hand. OK, would you start us off now, please, Colin. I think you've just overshot the runway there a little bit. There's a bit in the corner I missed. I'd, okay, I own up. It's a fair call. Okay, there's only three of you left now. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I drank a lot of mineral water before the show. <laughs> Was that you, Jeremy? I'm afraid it was.
0: Well, well. I think this would be better on television.
1: <laughs> that leaves two of you. Yes. Let's hurry through this. <laughs> Colin. <laughs>
0: you were told? Oh, Graham's oh. had his hands on my wet ones. <laughs> Not being <me. laughs> Stubborn stain.
1: So, Graham's out. So, it... Gosh, this is that leaves idea. only you, Barry. Carry on, Gra- uh, Colin. <laughs> Now we come to another of our ever-useful handy hint rounds. This week the teams will be addressing handy hints from Americans. As we'll be hearing a lot of Americanisms, I'd better explain some English equivalents as misunderstandings can occur. For example, Americans call trousers pants, while braces are called suspenders. At a recent American Embassy dinner, the invitation stated the dress code was pants and suspenders. (laughs) So, I can imagine everyone's surprise when Barry Cryer turned up in frilly knickers and fishnet stockings. Because <laughs> they'd never actually heard of him and certainly never sent him <laughs> an invitation. Okay, teams, let's hear your homespun solutions to these household problems. We'll start with you, Tim. What's a great way to attract woodpeckers? Tell them, for one week only, it's half price for woodpeckers. The answer is, hang sewage in your trees. It's, like, it's like putting out a welcome woodpecker's sign. Do well, that... gee. Sewage or sewage? Not suet. What did you think I said? Sewage.
0: You've got shit hearing. That's your trouble.
1: (laughs) Why might it be useful, Barry, to travel with a potato if you're driving an old car? Well, it's company. (laughs) The answer is if windscreen wipers stop working, cut the potato in half and rub the face up and down the windscreen in front of the driver... For a short time, this prevents the pattern of drops which is impossible to see through. (laughs) You can see perfectly well through the guy sitting on the bonnet rubbing the windscreen with a potato. (laughs) I'm sure. Graham, can you answer this? How might a book, a large bowl, some sunflower seeds and a slab of butter help me retrieve my escaped hamster?
0: A book, a large bowl, some sunflower seeds, a slab of butter. Well, you could read a book while eating a large bowl of sunflower seeds. Then wait till the hamster comes out and says, what's the butter for?
1: (laughs) Then you grab it. Very
2: good.
1: If your pet hamster gets loose in the house, smear the inside of a big bowl with butter and put the sunflower seeds at the bottom. Use the book as a ramp. (laughs) Jeremy, what can you do if you don't want skunks in your garbage? Don't
0: throw them away.
1: (laughs) The answer is pour bleach in, on, or around the bag. Yeah, it is funny, isn't it? (laughs) Here are some for any of you to have a go at. Why might a roll of cling film prove invaluable during long journeys with your caravan? It'd be company for the potato. (laughs) Very close, Barry. Put cling film over caravan windows when travelling, which can be removed at the end of the journey together with all the bugs. So you can clearly see the man with a potato. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? What's a good way to stop children being fussy about their food? Disguise it as snot. The answer is put a variety of food in a dish to make it interesting for them. E.g. you could use an ice cube tray and put things such as nuts, raisins, currants, cheese, etc. into each compartment.
2: That
0: wouldn't work. I I want some more of the one over there. Make make them more fussy. More fussy. You're not blaming me for all this. No. You're better off using the ice tray as a ramp, I
1: think. Yeah. (laughs) What can you do? How about this one? What can you do if your dog gets sprayed by a skunk?
0: Well, if you don't like the new colour, you can re spray it. <laughs> the
1: answer is wash them with tomato juice. Two large cans are sufficient for a larger dog, spread it all over them and rub it in. Meanwhile, put the dog outside the house. <laughs> I'd get
0: the potato man to
1: do it myself. Yes. Finally, what's the secret of a healthy morning glory? Full bladder. (laughs) Well, the answer is, nick each of the seeds with a pair of nail clippers to enhance germination.
0: That brought tears to my eyes, thinking about that.
1: Well, it's very nearly the end of the show, but it's just... It's just time to fit in a round of Pensioner's songbook. Samantha tells me she needs to leave now. She's been nursing two elderly gentlemen who've been suffering from bed sores for some time. She says they like her to go in regularly to inspect their old chaps for any sign of improvement. <laughs> and last week she had both of them up and out and waving through the window. So, while she's away attending to them, I'd like the teams to suggest song titles that might appeal to an audience of senior citizens. Tim, will you start, please? It's my party, and I'll die if I want to. (laughs)
0: Memories are made of... um... Your colleague, Hump, Helen Shapiro, that wonderful song, Walk in Bath to Happiness. (laughs) green green grass if I'm not going in a home <laughs> I'm Henry Eighth. I am no you're not
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: she, she wore an itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot rain hat <laughs> <laughs> don't go breaking my hip Goodness gracious, great balls of wool. (laughs) Whoops, here comes a (laughs) (laughs) whiz-bang. What is this thing called, love? (laughs) It's all over, my friend. Donald, where's your trousers? <laughs> These shoes are made in dorking. Whole lot of shaking going on. <laughs> do what diddy diddy dum diddy do we know each other? Playing bridge with my troubled waters. Wake me up before I go-go. <laughs> you say hello and I say pardon? Zimmer time and the living is limited. <laughs> Speak up, little Susie.
2: <laughs>
0: Smile, though no, your teeth are missing. My corn is the size of an elephant's eye.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I notice it's the end of the show, and indeed the end of another series. Yes, I don't mind telling you, it's at times like these that my emotions can get the better of me, and I can sometimes find a tear forming in my eye. Sheer joy and relief often have that effect. <laughs> So from the team Samantha, myself and the fine folk of Torquay, it's goodbye. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Jeremy Hardy, and Timbrook Taylor.